Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. You know, when we make decisions, man, we, we don't anticipate blowing in the wind. That's not how we are. Um, while at the same time, we understand that what transpires after that decision making often determines how we move forward. Um, we're optimistic and thoughtful in our thought process. Um, we believe in Kenny. We're getting him ready to play this week, and we're singularly focused on preparing for and ultimately playing a good game and winning up there in Buffalo and really don't have a lot of thoughts beyond that. Oh, yeah. The decision's been made. They're moving forward. This is all exciting stuff here on a Thursday. Uh, it's just a great time to, I don't know, be a Steelers fans. But, you know, one of the things, I, I got to backtrack because one of the interesting stories that just emerged for me, you know, and, and you have to know, Max, my brain kind of works kind of funny. You know, I mean, there's, there, there's, yeah. there's, you know, normal brains. And there's, if you ever watch Young Frankenstein, you know, when he broke the, the glass, <laughs> he goes, where'd you, what would you say that, what, what was the name of the brain? He says, Abby, Abby Normal. <laughs> <laughs> so, so one of the things i'm looking at I'm, I'm, I'm reading some of the news yesterday you know and i see where this guy out in la during the 49 again the smoke bomb guy right and he's oh, yeah he's now filed a report against bobby wagner and his teammate oh yeah he's, he's, he's suing <laughs> is he actually suing him i saw where it said yeah. he filed a police report yeah, yeah, well, he filed a police report, and he plans to sue. <laughs> hey, Wes, what was that? What was the statement you made earlier? Is he there? Okay, I'm here. I'm here. Okay. I'm here. Do you remember the, what you say earlier when we, when we were talking about this? The you, you mean the uh, oh like, like I'm, the yeah, the sorry ticket. you you confused me there for a second. I, did. I know. I just thought it was hilarious because I mean, if anybody's ever gone to a sporting event, which I'm sure most of our listeners have. If you read the back of your ticket stub, you're basically signing all your rights away when you enter the game. You know, you <laughs> you read the back of that ticket stub and it's it's there's a lot on there of like basically, hey, you can die and it's not our fault. So I don't know why this guy thinks he can find a loophole all of a sudden. You know, well, it, it you is know a California court system. It is a California well, court system. Well, all right. Yeah, that does that does make sense, doesn't it? 
You know, I mean, yeah, it, it did not say that Bobby Wagner could could slam me. <laughs> it said that I might be slammed. Okay, but it's a specific slam that it is didn't why clarify I'm it was going to happen yeah. in Santa Clara. <laughs> you know exactly. While I was holding a pink bomb of some sort, you know, a pink you don't know bomb. what this idiot had. You know, you don't have Absolutely. no idea what's in that thing. And you, you got to get rid of those guys as quickly as possible because you know what happens? You get the imitators. Oh, okay. Well, I can do that mm-hmm. too. You know what I mean? That's that's craziness. You go back. The first one I remember was Mike Curtis clotheslining uh, a, a, a guy in, in Baltimore, the old Baltimore Stadium. You know, he had all those forearm pads on, and this fan ran out, and Curtis ran over and just cleaned his clock. And I remember looking at the guy, look, you know, when he hit the ground and sat up and he had this look on his face like, Okay, that didn't end like I thought it was going to end. You know, <laughs> that yeah. that really looked bad. And you were there on the sidelines in Cleveland when Nate Mallett. All right, Nate Mallett. Remember in '05 when he came sauntering across the field and James Harrison. No, I was a, I was on the field protecting Ben. Oh, you're on the field. Oh, that's right. Because yeah, the offense, the offense was on the field. Yeah. So so when he comes over and 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 James comes up behind and suplexes him. You know, it's unbelievable. It tremendous. Oh, it was. I, I, I still have this the the uh, the strip district T shirt from that one. <laughs> really? Oh What's yeah. It say? It's, a, it's a black shirt that says the Slam, and it has it has Debo and the guy like mid suplex. Oh my goodness! Uh, superimposed on the shirt. Yeah. Now there was some redemptive value to that, and I and I mean this seriously. The guy uh, spent the weekend in jail because it was Christmas weekend, I believe it was. There's no judge, so he had been in jail. Then he got these fines and everything mounted up. And what happened was he was drunk, obviously, and, you know, came out into the field. And then he got slammed. But you know what? It drove him back to God. Seriously. He started going back to church, and he changed his life around. It's really amazing. Wes, do you have that clip that he was t- he was talking? I do, yes. Yeah. Admits he simply drank too much. He must have been out of his mind and numb. Did it hurt when he got tackled by that linebacker? No. No? It didn't. No. What do you think? Have you seen it on television? Have you seen um, it? Yes, I seen it last night. What did you think when you saw it? Pretty stupid. Nothing I can say. It's just I hate losing to the Steelers. you got to admire the guy's passion, but it was an idiotic move. just like to apologize to them for their organization and alarm I may have caused. I mean, that's a, that's a lot of money and fines to pay just because you hate the Steelers. Yeah. You know, yeah. It's unbelievable. And then, for, and then to still lie on national television and say that that, that slam did not hurt. Oh, yeah. Well, here's here's Get a caveat here. from that. You know, if, you've, if you're slightly inebriated like he had to be, um, it mm. probably cushioned the fall a little bit. You know what I mean? Was not slight, Wolf. Yeah. You oh, no, I was very, standing right very... there. I was five well, no, no. yards I, no, away no, from say, it. You would need to be very, very, very inebriated. Oh, yeah. Well, to I not think he feel was. that. Yeah. Max, no, no. Max. Don't say slightly. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> think about it. This guy came onto the field, ran across the field. I mean, mm-hmm. I think you got to be more than slightly. You, you got to be, yeah, you know, the yeah. old proverbial three sheets to the wind but thank goodness god god gives us second chances and it sounds like he's he's moved on to it so good for him but i'm still thinking about this guy this with the screw loose over in la he gets lit up by bobby wagner and one of his teammates and then he's gonna file suit against 
I don't know. I to me, I just mm-hmm. found it fascinating. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, and this is one of the things where, you know, and, and I've seen other ones like the 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 guy that, um, before Super Bowl in Tampa that ran on the field. He had he had like the the he had like a bathing suit, a woman's bathing suit on, and he was like running around and 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 trying to. Trying to Good trying heavens. to juke people, and right. then one dude finally tackles them. But I'm like, the security guards that that get injured in the process. Oh, it's horrible. Because because yeah. that guy with the pink shirt, like one of the security guards, when you watch the film, I think he tears like his ACL. Like oh, you, you see his me. knee just completely get blown out. Oh um, no! And then when he tries to get back up, the knee goes and the leg goes in the opposite direction, almost like a Greg Warren type of situation. Right. But trying to stop this dude, so I'm like, I'm like, there's more than just. You know, you here, pals, like the guy, the guy, the security guard could take, probably technically sue you for for his damages and and the surgery that's going to be ensuing for his knee injury. So it's like it's like it's like you want to play big boy games, get big boy <laughs> results. It's funny you run on the one place that you, and, and then when that act that would happen between those white lines happens to you, now you want to sue. Yeah, it's like you came to the state expecting this to happen and for you to watch it. But once you got on the field, expect field-type consequences. There's no doubt in my mind. I mean, you think about it. it you go out there. And, and, again, I go back all the way to Mike Curtis, and that was, in, I believe, in the latter part of the 70s. That's how long ago it was. And it was on NFL films, I remember. The, but I, that was just, like, it, it, was, it was unbelievable. You know, you would have somebody be so dumb to go out there and do something like that. Anyhow, All's well that ends well, and it's ended well. Now they took care of business there. So, Max, we got the we got the the Buff Bills coming up. All right. One of the things that um, it was intriguing was Nate Geary from the Bills pregame and halftime. He's our, our the West Euler of Buffalo Bills. Okay. He put there out how's his go. hair? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. It's got to be great, just like yours. <laughs> not 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 as glorious as yours, Wes. No, not not as glorious. But he put out a a, a tweet. I think it's called a tweet. You know what I'm going from? He's from mm-hmm. the 550 w, WGR, that blowtorch in Buffalo. But he said he put out Jace Claypool's name is well, maybe that's a name that the the Buff Bills might uh, you know be interested in trading for. I was like, what? Did you, did you ever did that? Mm-hmm. How about that? Huh? That's like a weird thing, just out of nowhere. Yeah, that that, that is. Well, I mean, this is weirder than yeah the OBJ trade. Anyways, well, think uh, about go this: ahead. you got Gabe Davis. All right, he's playing with a doink yeah. ankle. Jamison Crowder just broke his ankle. Jake Kumaro mispracticed with his own injured ankle. Khalil Shakir is the only <laughs> wideout not listed on the injury report, behind Stephon Diggs and Gabe Davis. And by the way, Buffalo for whatever, and we're going to have Jerry Dulac coming up at, at ten twenty. We got to ask him that question. It's just kind of interesting. Just Nate Geary, just out of nowhere, puts out that that tweet. But uh, Buffalo signed wide receiver Jaquari Roberson on Wednesday, and he was released from the Steelers practice squad on Tuesday. So it's just, I wonder if that's one of those Sean McDermott pick somebody up from the opposing team and uh, bring them in, you know, to cull whatever information you can get out of them, though. The old Cleveland rule. <laughs> the old Cleveland rule, huh? What's that? That's right. Well, Cleveland used to do that notoriously. Okay. They they just pick up any random person from our practice squad, keep them on the roster for the, for the, requ- the minimum required time, and then drop them. But they would always sign them 
at least a week before our game. Okay. All right. Yeah. yeah. They yeah. did that back in the day, too, but I think it was – I remember Miami doing it. They picked up – it was so funny because we had Rick Moser, who um, would just came off of the injured reserve, and uh, on Friday – let's see. He, he got released and on, on Friday, and Saturday they picked – the uh, Dolphins picked him up at, at a game in uh, Pittsburgh. So he just went down the hallway to the visiting locker room. I mean, that's all he did. Boom. You know? Yeah, why, why, why get on a plane? Yeah, really. Oh, that's all. He just walked down the hallway, boom, and he was there. That's, you know, but that was really Don Shula doing one of those pick a guy up, try to get whatever info he can get, and then, uh, you know, I don't think – I'm not sure d- d- Moe's made the whole season him. with him. Yeah. That's, that's an unfortunate, unfortunate situation there. But uh, fact of the matter is, you know, Chase Claypool, you look at this guy, he's, he's mounds of talent, mounds of talent, but – it's not really manifesting itself in good results. No, and when I look at just, I don't know, Chase, Chase is to me like Chase is one that the effort, it looks like the effort's given there when, right. when it's not thrown to him. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I feel like he runs his routes really well. Right. Um, especially He runs boys. them hard. Yeah. Yeah, he – He's a, he's an active and willing blocker, you know, and the motion and some of the jet sweep stuff. Like he's 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 all about it, but it's like something disconnects when it's time to receive a pass, right? Mm-hmm. And that's where the effort or the quote unquote disinterested vibe comes off from from Chase Claypool, mm. uh, you know, being a body catcher instead of being a hand catcher, right? And a lot of those situations that you, because we know you have strong enough hands to be a hand catcher. Oh, yeah. You have big mitts, right? Yep. So, and we see you in practice doing more hand catching related things. But it's just funny how, you know, it's just you, you don't extend the hands all the way. You try and you try and bounce it off your chest, right? With with, a, with with your hands low and kind of scoop it up at the end right. to cover it. But, I mean, just not going and driving towards the ball and and just really giving the maximum effort necessary um, for a team that's looking for the spark and that you could have been that spark on Sunday that could have caused a wildfire. If I mean, because think about this. If Chase Claypool makes that catch, not only is that a 40-yarder, but you have flipped the field oh, yeah. on this defense. And I don't know if we possess the ball longer and eventually either get a field goal or a touchdown. I don't know if the Jets recover. Oh, I would agree honest, with you, man. Mentally. You know, I, I look at that, you know, Kenny's first bomb that turned into interception. Chase had an opportunity to make an incredible play. Now, you sit there and go, yeah, it is an incredible play, but you're, it takes an incredible talent to do it. I think he's an incredible talent. Physically, his attributes of speed, of strength, speed, leaping ability, hand-eye coordination, all those things he has. And it's just unfortunate. It doesn't seem to be that um, you see these these results. And now, with you know Pat Fryermuth is emerging as a go-to guy and, and, and George Pickens as well. Uh, Deontay, of course, is that guy. 
uh, it, it makes you kind of wonder. And then you got Calvin Austin coming along. And Calvin Austin, hey, whatever you want to say, that's 4-3-2 speed. I mean, that's, you know, it's like they say, you can't coach speed. You know, you can't, you can't, you can't, you can't find uh, most of those normal human beings walking down Liberty Avenue, you know, that, that can turn in a 4-3-2 that can tear the, to- the, the cover off the top of, uh, you know, any coverage, right? I mean, it just yeah. doesn't happen. No, it's God-given ability, um, and then the development of said ability. And when we're thinking about the wide receiver core and about how the process goes for developing rapport and comfort, there, like you said, there's a lot of options here on this offense. It's not relegated to this one spot, and and that that's it. Like, you have to be able to be versatile. You have to be multiple. You have to be able to do a lot of different things. Remember, we talked about this at training camp, Wolf. Mm-hmm. Um, how the wide receiver, they don't want clear defined roles. They don't want to say, oh, you are the X. Right. And you are the Z. Right. And then you are the A or the B receiver. And that is it. He's like, no, Matt Canada believes that you have to be able to play every single position with the same confidence and knowledge befitting a starter in that position and so you know for clay for 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 claypool you know i think this is the chance where chase has to really kind of knuckle up this is this is the current time this is the evaluation period well he's in his third year right i mean he's still on his rookie contract it is well he's still on his rookie contract but he's he's going to be looking to get paid right he'll be looking to get paid looking for an extension but he also came out and said what was it the offseason that he he he's 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 the top three receiver in the, in the NFL. That's what. Yes, yeah. He said he's a top three receiver. You well, know? go prove it. Well, go prove it, Chase, because yeah. you haven't shown us that yet. You know the production is the, has been there. And if you're mad about your targets, go catch a pass so that you get more targets. Targets, cats beget targets. <laughs> Catches beget targets. Um, if you don't catch, you're not going to get targeted. And when you do get targeted, you should come up with a catch. That's There's, just my thoughts. I, I would agree with you. You know, I, again, it's kind of mystifying to me because, again, as you look at his body of work, you go back to his rookie year, he was sensational. You know, he was just terrific. And it's just not seemed to catch fire in the way that you would ex- expect looking at the physical attributes and his abilities. And, uh, you know, and then uh, just with Nate Geary coming and firing that thing, uh, you know, uh, some rumor over, you know, the whatever they call it, the tweet thing, man, you know, about about the possibility. Well, you know, that's neither here nor there, you know, but I do find it intriguing that you got Calvin Austin coming back. And, and again, that's speed that you can get out there and you put some vertical stuff going with that guy there. Uh, you know, it's it's be interesting to see if Kenny can, can overthrow him, you know. I mean, yeah, that that guy's fast, <laughs> you know, really fast. And just imagine when he's interested, like his rookie year. Oh. Just imagine when that hunger is at his is 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 at is at his full full. I missed two meals today. Moment, you know what I'm saying? Right, right. That 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 that's the hunger that you're going to need, and that's the hunger you have to display right now because the team is looking for. The dogs. They're looking for the war daddies. Mm-hmm. They're looking for the ones that are going to answer the bell of a challenge 
and go and rise above what their normal what their normal play would be and become something transcendent. That's what they're going to be looking for. And you don't want to be on the pouty side of that. <laughs> the pouty or side. Or the needy side <laughs> or the high maintenance side of it. You want to make it clear, hey, this is what I need to succeed and that's going to be it. And you know what? The competition that you guys are providing, Steelers, is what I want. That's why I signed up. That's what I'm here for. And we're going to will ourselves to be the best version of ourselves. No questions asked. All right. Well, you know, one thing, the first thing that popped in my mind when you said we were talking about this at training camp, and you said, you know, we're talking about the fact that they're going to have guys playing slot, playing out the X, the Y, that's whatever you want, you know. And I remember, yeah, because we were, it was just when I found those uncrustables. You know, they were, those are dynamite. You know, the, 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 the jelly and jam, and, you know, they got no crust. And, you know, I mean, I remember we're sitting there having a conversation, and I, I was having an uncrustable, one of them uncrustables. That was terrific. <laughs> well, once again, Smuckers came up with, with some type of weird voodoo. <laughs> To get that as a perfectly crimped sandwich every time. Every time. It's beautiful. I mean, and, and it's the perfect ratio of peanut butter to grape jelly. <laughs> it's just, it's, it's magnifique. It's, magnifique. You know, it's just every fat guy's dream. All right. We're going to take yeah. a break. We're coming back, That's aren't cool. we, Max? Who are we bringing up? Oh, we got the cool breeze himself, Mr. Oh, yeah. Jerry Dulac. Uh, coming up next to answer all of our queries, posturings and exclamations uh, that we might have for him. Get, can't wait to have Jerry Dulac on. We'll, when we come back here in the locker room, Wolf, Starks, and the Ninjas on ESPN and SNR Radio. Uh, and a little uh, iced beverage, okay, you know. Uh, those yeah, uh, yeah. Dul- dulcet tones and, uh, you know, conjures images of blue skies and palm trees. Well, then, so be it. God bless you. Yeah, you know, you know. listen, listen. I, I, didn't, I didn't say that we were, uh, you know, on the Atlantic Ocean. I mean, it was just, you might be on an inlet on your right, dock. Right. I mean, it's something, you know? I mean, it's not really waves coming in, you know? I mean, it's just, it's a breezy day in, in Jacksonville, right? You, you, know, could, on the hey, you could be in Washington's <laughs> Landing on, on the Allegheny. Right, hey, I felt, that I is felt true. like I would. I felt like I was sitting along Lake Emily in McKeesport, basically what I thought <laughs> after listening to that. <laughs> Oh, that's no, beautiful. No need for an umbrella drink. Just get you an icy light, you know? <laughs> oh, my. Good morning oh, to you, goodness. boys. Good morning. Good morning. Now, Jerry, I got to ask you right out of the uh, the, the get-go here. Uh, Nate Geary, the WGR uh, 550 uh, AM talk show, and he's the Wesley of the Buff Bills, you know, pregame halftime guy. Uh, he sent out a text uh, or shot a tweet, whatever the darn thing is. I can't get it straight. But it's he's sweet. Okay, it's a tweet. He, and he, and he, he's, he proposed the possibility that the Bills might be interested in a trade for Chase Claypool. I'm like, where did that come from? That's like out of nowhere. Yeah, I don't know where that came from either. I don't think the Steelers, uh, you know, now you're already depleting your wide receiver core. Right. I don't think that's on their horizon. I mean, uh, at all. And, you know, when do you ever see the Steelers trade a marquee player in season. Oh, they might be in the market for, it, but that doesn't mean that the <laughs> yeah. Steelers would be interested. I bet they'd be 
uh, you know, in, in, in the market for, uh, yeah, uh, you know, somebody else too, whoever you want, J- Justin Jefferson. But, um, yeah, I, 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 you know, I think that's a, I think that's a, a, a little far-fetched, but, uh, I, I, they probably could use another big play receiver because, you know, Stefan Diggs gets has so much attention, not only from Josh Allen, but from opposing defenses. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, that's just not in the Steelers DNA to make that kind of move. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, it's, it's one of those things that yeah, I feel like that that's just, this is the week, right? You know, it, it's, it's trollsmanship. It's trying, trollsmanship. you know, it, it's trying to sow discord. Uh, Jerry, you know, uh, fellas, you well, know, well, real quickly, I thought what you were going to say is that the bills would are, you know, that, that well, that, according to this guy, that the bills would be interested in, in bringing Mitch Trubisky back as their backup. That's actually what I thought you were going no to kidding. say. And then I, I, no, I'm that, you know, and then I would sit there and say, well, I can understand that one to a, to a degree, yeah. but, uh, but st- the Steelers, I, you can't name me one instance where they traded. I can't think of one where they traded any kind of quote marquee player, starter, whichever, in season. I can't think of one. <laughs> yeah, I just I found Ever. it interesting just because the guy just shot the tweet off, and I the only thing that made me uh, kind of go hmm ha huh, was the fact that you know the wide receivers are banged up. Jamison Crowder broke his ankle. Jake Kumaro right. mispracticed with his own doinked ankle. Uh, I mean, basically. You got Khalil Shakir is the only wideout not listed on the injury report behind Stefan Diggs and Gabe Davis. And Gabe Davis has an injured ankle. I don't know what's going yeah. up with the ankles in Buffalo, but there's a lot of ankles. Yeah, well, you know, there's some steep hills in Buffalo, as you know, Wolf. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, oh, God. oh, my goodness. Yeah. Oh. But, Jerry, you know, I, I, want, I want to just kind of ask you and, you know, kind of, from listening to the coaches, I know co- our coordinators up today. Is that is that what yes, yes, uh-huh. yeah. We get them about a, another hour and a half here. I, you know, and and I wondered this question, and I'm not sure if it'll be asked or if you'll ask it. Um, but just you know, for Mitch and kind of his experience in Buffalo, what that kind of looks like as far as gleaning information, because technically. You know, we, we got him in the offseason. We didn't pull what old Cleveland used to do, right? They used to come pull, post right. a player off at the practice squad. And what Wolf said, you know, Shula used to do the same thing down in Miami where you poach them, you listen to, you, you know, you you pump them for information and you dump them. Pump and dump, right? Pump and dump. Um, but, but, you know, what, what kind of insights do you think Mitch can offer the team, the coaches, and the staff, I mean, as far as about – this Buffalo Bills team? You know, Max, I'm curious about that whole situation and possible scenario this week because I will tell you this, and you saw it after the game, Mitch Trubisky was honked off about the way this thing was handled um, and how it suddenly changed in that locker room and why it changed on Sunday when the decision was made to sit him down and to put Kenny in. Um, he was very angry about it. And um, he, is, he is the consummate professional. I like Mitch. Yeah. I, and we heard Mike Tomlin say he expects him to help Kenny, and he probably will. 
it would not surprise me at all, nothing against Kenny Pickett at all, because Mitch Trubisky's anger is not directed at Kenny Pickett. Why would it be? Right. It's directed at how this whole thing was handled in that instance of whatever happened in that locker room. And, and the, the idea that, oh, well, he'll help prepare Kenny. Um, I wouldn't be willing to take my house and bet on that one, even though Mitch is a professional and he's a good guy and he's a leader. Um, but given the circumstances of how, of, of how and why that thing unfolded in that locker room, unless he's calmed down over the last couple of days, I'm not so certain that he's going to be sitting there, uh, uh, you know, kind of spewing everything uh, that he knows about the Bills. Plus the other thing, too, I think in those situations, that's more of a feel type of thing for, for kind of what they do. I think it's, it's kind of similar to what um, Terrell Austin talked about with Brian Flores, uh, you know, against Bill Belichick. Yeah, you, you know, you're not in that. You're not in that room. You don't know what their game plan is or their schemes, but you have a feel for, you know, a game time feel for what, the, how they might operate or how, what they might be thinking in certain situations. And I think that's probably more of what, um, of what uh, Mitch might be able to feel were he in the game. But, you know, only being a year removed, you know, I don't think the Bills probably changed their offense a whole lot. I'm sure he can help, and and he probably will. All I'm saying is I wouldn't be betting the house on it. Yeah, but, you know, there is that certain sort of respect that veterans have, and you understand the culture that that exists in the locker room. You know, I remember even in my own career, as and, and this is different because I was aging, you know, and I was towards the end. And, you know, you would take on – guys as as a men, a mentorship on guys just because they're in the same position but they're younger and you realize they got more to advance and the fact was it was paid forward to me you know but you know uh it's just one of those things you kind of learn you know uh, sam davis was very much <laughs> extending himself to me you know even though i was drafted at that point basically to replace him but it was just kind of that culture in the locker room and it's tough when you have that unknown moment that, that existed where with Mitch and what happened and what went down there, I'm sure it's got to be incredibly frustrating. But it's still a, a situation where I believe that, you know, he'll, he'll come around. He's, he is a pro. There is no doubt about it. Yeah, I, I, I would agree with you, Wolf. I would agree. And, and again, I don't uh, – but I will point up, I don't think it was frustration uh, over being taken from the game – I think it was whatever went down mm-hmm. and how it went down. So it's and more who of a was personal in, thing. And who was involved, <clears throat> you know, when he said this wasn't what I expected. Mm-hmm. I don't think he meant I don't think he meant being yanked from the game. I think he meant three and a half games into his career when let's face it, a lot of this isn't his fault. Right. Um that that for I mean, does anybody think he was horrible in the first half? I'm look, I'm not sitting here defending him. But does anybody think he was horrible in the first half? And, you know, his the first interception was skipped off Deontay Johnson's hands, and then he came within Deontay Johnson's uh, toe of it being 10-10. to 10. Yeah. Uh, and, well, not and, only that, think so, of the Pickens bomb, too. If Pickens had caught that ball, that big ball early on, it could have also changed things. Yeah. You remember and, it on and, the sidelines. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, you know, Mike Tomlin's plan, 
was not to be playing Kenny Pickett in week four. And I do not know of an NFL coach who would put a rookie in at halftime making his NFL debut unless there is an injury when they don't have to do it. You don't do that at halftime when the guy doesn't get the reps. Oh, yeah, look, I know he studies and everything. But when you want your rookie to make to play for the first time, don't you typically do it with a week's worth of practice? You know, you just endure the game that you're in, you know, hope you get through it and you go, okay, that's enough of this. We're making a change. And then you give the rookie, um, you know, it's really, and even though he handled it very well, I, although he did throw three interceptions, I thought Kenny Pickett handled it well, but it's really unfair to, to do that to Kenny Pickett or any rookie, True. you know, in that situation. Again, unless there's an injury and your hand is forced. And I really don't think they had any intention of doing that. Um, and, and so when I, when I see everything that happened there and, and, and reactions and what was being said and what I know, that was more than uh, that was more than we need a spark and we made a change. Mm. Very interesting. No, I completely agree. I, th- I think that's that's something that you know. Obviously, we make the parallels to Ben Roethlisberger, right? And, and, and his going into the game against Baltimore back at '04, but that was all because of injuries. I mean, his ascent right. was because of injuries. Now, did we know that that was either by God's plan or by somebody else's plan? But what would in, what would ensue after that? But you usually want to make sure your guy's prepared. And I and and he admittedly and everybody else, hey, this was a last second feel. I Y K Y K. Oh well, yes, if you know, um, you moment. know. Ah, <laughs> I got it there down, it Jerry. <laughs> yeah, is that sticky note still there? Uh, yeah, it's right here in front of me. <laughs> okay, just, just a second. All right, good, good, no, good. It's right there, good. right there on his forehead. <laughs> exactly. Don't worry. I, I put one on his back of his shirt too, but he can't read it. It's all good. Uh, uh, no. <laughs> but uh, but you know, last uh, Jerry, um, you know, this week is it, a tough task. I mean, when you look at a lot of the categories that Buffalo's leading in, and you look at the resolve that they have, I mean. What 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 do you think about the injuries to the secondary and and how do you think that potentially plays an, a role if guys aren't able to go um, on Sunday even though the obviously the practice report injury list is uh, is pretty pretty substantial. Yeah, yeah, and you know especially you know maybe uh, you know at that safety position you know, you're already without Demonte Kazee, um, and now. You know, um, I don't know what the deal was with Terrell Edmonds with the concussion protocol. We shall see. All you know, it, it, well, with the concussion protocol, in light of the the Atua situation, that everybody's going to be extra cautious uh, right. uh, with that right now. Uh, you know, Akella Weatherspoon is not going to play. The one thing with Akella Weatherspoon, he's a guy who's made plays on the football. You know, four picks since mm-hmm. he's uh, you know since he came here. So. Um, yeah, no question. Of course, you have Levi Wallace going, you know, going back against, uh, you know, his former team. And, and you know, and, and Minka's ailing. And let's face it, Minka has been a one-man wrecking crew. Imagine the problems that defense would have if that guy isn't on the field. Um, just what he's been able to, as they say in Canada, because we're going up there, contribute to that defense, contribute. both the, not, not only with the big plays, um, but, the, you know, the, the – you know, the tackles. I mean, he's such a sure tackler and he's an explosive player. And uh, man, uh, you know, already without TJ, imagine if they got 
to me if they don't have Minka, who has been, you know, is just the most dominating player on that defense. Uh, and, and um, yeah, they got some issues there in the secondary, and that's all, that's not a good thing when you're going up against Josh Allen. Unquestionably yeah. so. You know, I look at what what's going on with Buffalo. Buffalo's got some issues too. They got a number of people yeah. that are banged yeah. up and everything too. This is like the walking wounded meeting walking wounded coming into you, you know the high mark. You know, fellas, one thing, and I don't even want to say that I've learned because it's on display every weekend. Um, you know, I would not be at all surprised. I wouldn't fall off my chair if the Steelers went up there and won. Do I expect them to win? No. But you see it every weekend in the NFL. Oh, the guys, teams win games, and you go, how the heck did they ever beat them? How did Indy ever beat uh, the Colts, uh, excuse me, uh, the Chiefs <laughs> a couple weeks ago and hold them to 17 points like their lowest, lowest total in 18 games or something? You know, so, right. um, you know, Miami beat Buffalo. Uh, now, I, you know, I, but I also think Miami's pretty good. But you see, you know, we see that all the time each weekend in the NFL, uh, teams who you don't think are going to win. I know, what are the Steelers, like 14-point underdogs? I think that's a little extreme. Uh, and I know Buffalo's getting to go back home. They've basically been on the road. Um, but, I, you know, I just, you know, we've seen stranger things just like the Steelers going into Cincinnati and, and whooping up on them in the opener. So you, you never know what's going to happen just because that's the nature of the NFL. That's exactly yeah. so. And you always got a puncher's chance, man. Absolutely. That's right. Even though they're they're down fourteen points, who you know, I like what Mason Cole said. The heck with them. That the the guys making the lines. You know, the heck with them. Forget right. about oh, them. Yeah. You know, because they really don't know. But I will say this. You know, this is going to be a tough game. There ain't no doubt about it. But you know what? You go up there and you take your your best shots. Jerry, want to thank you for joining us. Appreciate you so yes. much, brother. All right, boys, yes, always Jerry, good chatting with you, as you know. Absolutely. All right. And, hey, Max, Absolutely. Max try, try and stay cool out there in, in the heat, okay? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to do my best. I'm going to do my best. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's a little tough. It's sunny, and palm tree is outside of my house. So, you know, uh, I'll just look at that and think of He's just getting mean, drink. Jerry. He's just yeah, being go mean. Put the, yeah, go put that umbrella in the drink and think of me. <laughs> All right, we'll do. See, well, that see was you, boys. Jerry. See you, Jerry. Jerry was brought to us by Archie's on East Carson Street on the south side. $9 Bud Light pitchers available every Sunday. And it'll be a good time to get one this Sunday because you don't want to miss the Steelers to take on the Buffalo Bills in Highmark Stadium up there in the mean streets of Orchard Park, New York. Uh, <laughs> Which I also, live, baby. A, That's where I live. A.K.A. Wolfley Land, the yes. land of Wolfley. Um <laughs> But uh, when we come back, uh, you know, we, 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 Kenny Pickett spoke to the media yesterday, so we kind of want to parse through that conversation um, and, and more uh, here on In the Locker Room with Wolf Starks and the Ninjas here on SNR and ESPN Radio. is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Whether you're a rookie that's just getting in, um, you know, an undrafted guy, whatever it is, um, everyone really treats each other with a lot of respect. And, you know, I think you have to earn that. So it comes with work. It comes with what they're seeing you do um, while you're at the facility, on the practice field. It doesn't happen overnight. So that's something I want to continue um, to earn, you know, the veteran guy respect and, and to help us go out and win games. 
Yeah, absolutely. That was Kenny Pickett and his media availability after practice yesterday, Wolf. And I think one of the biggest things, you know, is hearing the confidence. I mean, the maturity, right? I mean, I mean you know, Mike Tomlin talked about this and just how, you know, why one of the reasons they went after Kenny Pickett was he was older. He was more mature because of his experience and because of the time already served playing um, at the collegiate level and the time he spent. He's an, he's an older rookie at 24 years old. And, you know, I, I hear that and it gives you a little bit of confidence, right? You know, it's like, sure. okay, this guy's in a good position. I mean, you know, what were your thoughts, um, you know, taking in practice yesterday and everything, watching Kenny run with the ones? You know, it was interesting because he just looked large and in charge. You know, I mean, he looked very comfortable in going about his business. You know, one of the things that Kenny talks about and references a number of times is the fact that he has a routine. It's a built-in routine. And the only thing that changed in his routine was that he took reps with the ones instead of the twos. And I, I thought, man, that that's great. You know, because, you know, it, it's I know for myself, I had a five-day out, four-day out, three, two, and one-day out routine that I needed to accomplish to be ready for every game. You know, it was just the process of whether it's prehab, rehab, watching film, watching extra film, going through doing your mental gymnastics, all the things that you needed to build up to to be able to play a game on the following weekend. You need that routine because if you don't have that routine, you're constantly feel like, number one, you're unprepared going into battle. You know what I mean? And that that's oh, yeah. just not something you can tolerate. And for a quarterback – that's even more so. You know, I remember at one point, Chuck Knoll started giving us tests. He would, a written test. And you know what? He quit it after two weeks. He said, I became more aware of how little some people know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he, said, exactly. he said, I really exactly. didn't want to know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Hey, li- listen, listen. The more, the more questions you ask, the more you find out. Yes. So, Coach... <laughs> You know, it's like a don't ask, don't tell type of type of. That's uh, exactly what it was, brother. <laughs> hey, l- you know. Listen, the guys, they're they're doing well. They're doing well. Yes. Did they line up? Did they did they, did someone jump off sides? No. Okay, no, we're in we're a good, good place. We're good. We're good. We're good. And Everything I, else will will work itself out. Exactly. <laughs> and I think Kenny, you know, there was so much talk about him being older as a rookie and, and as a downer. You know what I mean? People are saying, but he's older. And hey, that's the very thing that 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 Mike Tomlin is looking at as being a real big plus is the fact that he spent that fifth year. I mean, that fifth year was like a first year rookie uh, sitting behind Ben Roethlisberger. You know what I'm talking about? They, you know, he got more out of that fifth year staying at Pitt than he would have had he come out a year earlier and and sat behind somebody like like Ben. You know, so I look at this and I think. You know, this is really uh, this is working out quite nicely for Kenny because he is one of those guys. He is mature, and he looks like it's not too big a stage. You know, he's used to coming in and doing those things that you got to do. I mean, I think was his his freshman year he beat uh, University of Miami when they were having Miami a big year. Yeah, yeah, I mean that that's tremendous. That says you know what you have the mentality to step up and do whatever you got to do to play with the big guys. 
right away. It's not a thing that you find daunting or over overwhelming that you can't handle it. And it's going to be daunting. It's going to it can it could be overwhelming for a guy to go into Buffalo, you know, in his first NFL start. But I think Kenny's prime for it, maturity wise. Well, you also have to think this young man also because of staying in that fifth year became a Heisman Trophy finalist. True. Um, as well with that extra year winning the ACC for Pitt. Uh, I think he he accomplished so much in in, in that moment, and it was uh, it was something that was really tremendous to see and to watch. And you think of the company that he's with. Look at Aiden Hutchinson lead, you know, leading all rookies with uh, in sacks. You know, that was a guy that was also a finalist with him. Of course, the other two are still in college, and they'll be in the league after this year. Uh, meaning C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young, and company, but. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's something to be said for that playing experience because in today's college football, and since I do a lot of college football games, Wolf, uh, <laughs> oh, do you, do you? I mean, I, I didn't know that. <laughs> I know, I know, you know, it's something I keep it a secret, you know, I just, I, I'm very, <laughs> you just pop up it. all over the country on both yeah, radio exactly. and TV. Yeah, exactly. I'm just in a random city at a stadium and. <laughs> There's football being played. Uh, and how did you but, get, how did you do that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, but you know, I, I, I it, quarterback position nowadays, like guys don't really get as much time. I mean, just think about Mitch Trubisky's path, right? I mean, essentially, like one one real year starting, and then coming to the league. Um, you look at Kyler Murray. I mean, there are so many Baker Mayfield. I mean, there's so many guys where you see. They have these tremendous, like a year, one year, and then and then they're in the league the yeah. next year. They sat, sat, sat. Kenny hasn't done that. Kenny has been playing throughout his whole college year, and he said, you know what? I enjoyed it so much. Let's run it back one more time. Got this extra year thing here. Why not use it? Right. And now you're seeing that kind of come to fruition that it didn't look too big with no practice coming into a game. Yeah, there were some moments, but it wasn't as bad as it could have been. I think about Justin Fields when he first started in Chicago. I mean, it was right. it was brutal for that first start, and he had to go. Think about Trey Lance, you mm -hmm. know, guy who's injured now. But, you know, starting out as a rookie doesn't go well. Hall of Famer Peyton Manning, right? his first year, he he was the guy from the get-go, and he went – he went, what, 2-14 and 14 or 1-15? and 15? I mean, it was a horrible record. Threw a bunch of picks. I mean, it, it it's not as bad as it can be. Right. And I know, and you know, and, and been reaching out and talking to Kenny. Hey, listen, Kenny. Hey, I know your first, your first throw was a pick. My second throw was a pick. And it worked out for me okay. And it will work out for you. I mean, those are the things that, you know, it, is nice to see when guys recognize that. But... I mean, some guys are better prepared for the moment than others, and Kenny still looked fantastic, and you know, and gave the spark that was necessary that Coach Tomlin had a feel for, and you know, had had a couple things been happening, we could have been talking about a different result, but now he's getting those reps. He got them all yesterday. Right. He'll get them all again today. Yep. And on Friday, he can then, be ready you know, to roll. Through. Yeah, he'll be ready to roll by Sunday, and I think people are kind of taking it for granted but you know in that interview when I was listening to it yesterday I mean there was a cool calm collected and confident individual yeah. that that was talking 
on on the other side of that mic. And and that's something that you're a Steeler fan. Go listen to it. Go on the Steelers mobile app and listen to it. Um it, it it'll get it it'll it'll take some of the reservations out of your mind. <laughs> I know I I know I was very I was very resistant to it initially, knee jerk reaction, right? right Sunday. Right. And then of course on Monday afterwards but now as I think about it, and like you said, cooler heads prevail, I'm like, you know what? All right. I'm cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and what he said yesterday, I was like, let's do it. Let's do it. Heck, heck, I'm still checking for my eligibility. Do I, ha- do I have an <laughs> 11th year of eligibility, Wolf? You think I can still got it? I don't think you got it, buddy. I think you're done. <laughs> hey, you and sure? I need you here you with sure? me. I need you here with me. Yeah, that, that, I, that is I true. most assuredly am done. All right, at 64, yeah. I am done, done, done many times over. Yeah. <laughs> so, but let me ask you this. Have you ever seen that TV show, Ancient Aliens? Love it. All right. Love it. Tell me so, more. I got to ask, are aliens real? Because you know what? Mike Tomlin seems to think so, and we're going to tell you why and who when we come back. Keep it on SNR. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. 